Welcome to your typical shonen protagonist. He's Kai, I'm Kells. Today we're talking about the worst dads of anime. First off, Kai, how you doing? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Uh, we are currently recording this on Father's Day. Uh, so that is why this is the topic, you know? Not yes. Because it's randomly random. Which uh, also, shout out to tomorrow. Uh, today is recording day for Father's Day is also Juneteenth, which is recognized tomorrow as the federal holiday on the 20th. Shout out to Juneteenth either way. Uh, but with it being Father's Day, we are talking about the worst dads of anime. We have been planning this incrementally as we've come across them for the last, I don't know, at least year. And I am so excited to finally talk about them because there are some really shitty dads yes. portrayed over the years. Because there's a weird trend in anime where a lot of times the mom will be dead and it's left up to the dad to take care of the protagonist. Or sometimes, you know, it's just like vice versa. But more than often, I feel like you see that the mom character is dead or non-existent. Um, One Piece is a huge example of that. Like, we don't even know who our main character's mom is. Um, We saw Minato before we saw Kushina and Bleach. You know, his mom is dead as well. So, and we never knew Goku's mom. So, yeah. <laughs> like, anime has a real vendetta against moms they're like disney for some odd reason but um so we get a lot more time with the dads and sometimes that is not always good because dads are shitty sometimes depending on the dad yes 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 so speaking of shitty this is in no particular order except for number one i will i will posit in my academic opinion that genda wakari of evangelion fame or infamy is by far the worst anime dad ever. I agree. I feel like that's a solid, undisputable fact. Because all these other dads, you can say they had somewhat, maybe one redeeming quality. Or okay, well, no, there's a few on this list that I'm like, nah, you're absolute trash. Um, yeah, the typically the story arc, you know, goes from them being an asshole to them having some kind of explanation or motivation that doesn't exactly justify their actions but at least makes it understandable how we got here. But Gendo Wakari, no. So, yes. uh, and before we top, get into this, spoilers. Go ahead, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. This yes. Huge spoilers <laughs> for everything. Um, and how to know what we're talking about, we'll tell you before we get into it. But, um, yeah, spoilers. Yes, spoilers for every dude we talk about. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Good call on that. We were on the same page. <laughs> Gendo Wakari turns the entire human race into Tang and leaves it up to his son to pilot a giant robot to save the universe, all while his other plan to turn everybody to Tang goes off without a hitch to like, reunite with his dead wife, who is Shinji's mom, that is also like, uh, yeah, it's a whole deal. Also, the giant robot is also uh, the uh, Ayanami series of clones that is also, uh, yeah, no, Gendo's fucked up. Yeah. And, uh, there is no redemption. <laughs> yeah, and on top of that, we got, like, Gendo kind of, like, just being unapologetically bullshit. And also spoilers for the rebuild. Uh, when we dive into the rebuild, it kind of tries to, like, repair that a little bit. Where he still does equally, if not worse, fucked up things. But he shows somewhat remorse. He does for it. it. He doesn't, and and in in my opinion, he, I don't think he does. Um, we get the explanation for why he does things, but we don't get him showing remorse. We get we get Shinji being the one to come to the table and go, "Oh, I see what's happening here. You just need someone to reach out and like understand." So you don't think him with the headset at the end was like him showing like a little bit of remorse, at least for the way he re- not for doing what he did. But at least for the way that he treated Shinji at all. I'll be honest with you. We watched that all in one sitting. <laughs> so I don't really remember. It's okay. Um, it's coming back to theaters. And then we'll see it in theaters if you oh check out your messages. I'm so excited that that's actually getting a uh, a G Kids American release. Yes. Um, I don't know, man. And it's one of those things where 
at least in the whole flashback and the train scene and with the whole uh, double Evangelion thing where one of them is his mom and she's like taking the Gendo robot down. And I don't know. I don't think we get like, he might be like, oh, I realize part of the error of my ways, but here we are. I don't know. But it took, it took 26 episodes, two movies, and then a whole real build series that took even longer just to get to that point. Oh, yeah, no, so. and he still doesn't, like, excuse anything he did. I shouldn't, like, have started with that. No, he's still Oh, no, you did, you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, I just feel like, you know, and like you said, you know, using his son, using Ray, using freaking homegirl. Um, why do I always forget her name? Reiju, right? Ritsuko? Ritsuko, yeah. Who the fuck is Reiju? Anyway, <laughs> using Ritsuko <laughs> like that, um, which... Okay, I did he have sex with her just to use her, or was it in? Did he ever have? Did they ever have a relationship, or was she just like in love with him? With like, oh, in the OG, yeah. I have to say it had absolutely has to do with Gendo being an unrepentant asshole and being like Ritsuko, I need you to love me so that you'll do anything I want you to do. And then we see that go sour the moment he's like, I have no longer any use for you. What are you still doing here? And then she's like, I'm going to kill you because I love you and you're an asshole. And then that goes south for her even farther. Okay, but they never had like an actual like skinship? No, I think they they probably did. Okay. Because, you know, the, the whole point for Gendo wasn't necessarily the short term. It was the long term of his absolutely insane mad scientist plan to turn everyone to Tang just to reunite with his wife. Man, I really, I really hate, like, or sorry, not hate. But I really have a strong dislike for uh, Retsuko in the OG. Why? She betrayed everybody for this dick, like, <laughs> figuratively and literally, like, her best friend, air quotes, um, Shinji, which I guess she never really cared about, like, all for Gendo, who, like, you should know this man, like, <laughs> as a scientist. Well, you expect, you expect that you're going to be the, the one that's different. I mean, and her mom wasn't we, different. Well, as we, well, that's also the kind of, uh. The kind of personality and the kind of uh, arrogance that, oh, the last one, oh, she's just basic. No, no, I'm the one that's different. Gendo's going to love me. But as we come down to it, Gendo Ikari, number one, worst out of anime. And we have a whole list. Mm -hmm. We have an entire list we're about to get through. Mm -hmm. Like Goku. Goku. Son Goku, Dragon Ball Z. How you feel about him? Goku is one of the worst dads in anime. Even though people argue, you know, that he's... People argue that he's not because it's like, oh, da, da, da. but I mean, literally, this man chose to go fight opposed to, like, taking care of his family, which, I mean, I guess in the overall arching thing, maybe that is taking care of his family. But even if we don't focus on that, let's just focus on the fact that, he's like, Gohan... You can go beat Cell. Uh, no, I can't. Yeah, you can. But before you can, here's a sense of being to make it all better. Has said also. He said probably like what three words to Goten in the whole series, maybe. And and that's one of those challenges. Now that we're we're actually objectively looking at it, Goku has spent you know half this show fucking dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I can't really fault him for not being there because he's not alive. But uh, the time that he was there, he let Gohan go be the great Saiyan, and that was somehow just acceptable. Yeah. So. <sighs> yeah, there, th- there's no life lessons other than eat a lot of food and go be the best and save the planet. Yeah. At whatever means necessary. So, yeah, I, that's where I feel about Goku. It's like he's not the worst down this list by, excuse me, by far, but he's definitely on there for attrition, like not showing up. He let, yeah, he let Piccolo shoot him in the chest and then left his kid with, with Piccolo to go be trained. Mm-hmm. 
If he was a, if he was a better dad, i.e., I don't know, smarter, that has nothing to do with the dad. He had to figure out a way that doesn't have to have him like be murdered with his brother. Yeah. But he's strong, not smart. Yeah, so, you know. I mean, apparently he's a genius fighter, I, I guess. But, yeah, no, I, I definitely got to say that he's he's firmly on the list. He's not number one, but he's firmly on the list. Yes. So, next, yep. we got someone who's... The, the Goku on steroids, and that's Gene Freitz from Hunter Hunter. This man... Like I'm right, si- regale me. I I don't know nothing about Hunter Hunter, but I'm excited to see how bad of a dad. Um, oh Lord, what's his bucket? Who who wrote this show? Uh, Tagashi. I want to see how bad of a dad Tagashi can write because with the Yu Yu Hakusho, he didn't have a dad. So tell me about Gene. So Gene is so at at some point or something or another. Um. Gon's parents, Gon, our main character, or one of our main characters, because you know it's the whole. The four of them are the main characters, but um, the early part of our main protagonist group, Gon, um, grows up with his aunt and grandma on like this kind of rural island. His mom died. He never knew who she was, and as far as he concerns, he doesn't care. You know, main main shonen protagonist. Type stuff, but his dad is someone he has, you know, memories of, but not like a lot. So he wants to go and find his dad because his dad left to go be a hunter and like never had any like affiliation with him. So in Gon's mind, being a hunter must be so awesome, it means leaving your children forever and never coming back to see them or your family. So that's why he decides to go be a hunter because he's like, if it's good enough for my dad to leave his whole family and me behind, it must be the best job ever. So, Gon goes to be a hunter, and in discovering, like, him being a hunter, if he's ever passes the hunter exam, his dad left a message for him. So, um, the message is given to him uh, by one of the proctors of the test, like, hey, here, this is from your dad. And it's basically like, come find me. So, yeah, that's the first, all that's animated right now is up to Going, going through all this to find his dad, which is like, bruh, you could have just said hi. You could have just done all this. But he's like, I wanted to make him strong and blah, 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 and this and that. So he finally finds his son. Or that's not even the worst part. So before he finds him, Gon basically, again, heavy spoilers for Hunter Hunter. Uh, Gon basically dies because he fights the Chimera Ant and uses all of his nin, which is like his key and ability to age himself up to the prime of his body, which is like 20 years. So it's like a forbidden technique that he uses. And he's basically left dead. And he has to be brought back through mystical, magical plot bullcrap, which actually has done fairly well. Um, so, but before this happens, um, everybody thinks he's dead for good. Like, you know, they're like, there's no way to save him. They're trying to bring all these people in from around the world to the Hunter Association, but no one can save him. And his dad doesn't even go visit him. Because he's like, yeah, he'll pull through. Maybe. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, he's not Gendo. But, damn, he's up there. And then at the end, they're like... <coughs> excuse me. Um, then at the end, they're like, oh, well, you know, it looks like, you know, you made it going. So, yeah. You can see me now. And I'm just like, ugh. It's it's really demoralizing, honestly. But that's that's him. That's Gene Freitz Waste of Space. Man. That sounds incredibly fun. It's, it's a like great finding out who Yeah. It's like finding out who Luffy's dad is, except like worse. Yeah. Luffy's dad I mean at least he saved his life once, so I don't know about that one either. We we follow different Different stories here. But uh, do you know anything about Baki's dad? We got this guy on the list. My same, God. same boat for me. Ba- I want to follow Baki. Haven't sat down and watched it. So Baki's dad is... I actually watched a YouTube video about this dude, CJ, the champ, who does like Black Air Force Energy videos. And he did one about Baki's dad. And his dad is the most like on-site person like in existence. Like 
just crazy. Like his dad is horrible. So his name is uh Umorji Hanuman and or yeah. And he is an absolute demon basically. Um Yujiru, I think I don't know how to pronounce it, man. Hanuma, we'll just call him Hanuma. Yeah. So Hanuma <sighs> Where do I start? Hanuma's probably one of the craziest characters in all of anime. And this man literally is punched out an elephant, like taking down a whole regime. It's pure flex muscles. Um uh, often called the strongest creature on earth or yeah. the ogre. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. And his um I believe I'm not certain, but like I think that he may have killed Baki's mom. I don't necessarily remember that. Um if that uh. did happen. Um um hmm. Damn. Even if that doesn't happen, that puts uh Hanama pretty up there with uh being a bad dad. Yeah. Oh no, he's a horrible dad. It's like he just wants Baki to be strong enough to give him like an actual challenge. Like he doesn't actually love him at all. Like and Yeah, it's a it's a whole experience. Like Hanama is just <sighs> Uh, that 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 sounds like our next dad, just just out there to raise a kid to like be the best and and give him a challenge and give him a legacy. Yeah, something something to like compete with him to be of interest to him. And until they are strong enough, it doesn't mean anything to him. And that is, of course, my MVP for worst dad, Gendo Akari. Yeah, no no contest. But uh, Endeavor from My Hero Academia is my MVP for wor for Worst Dad of anime. <clears throat> okay, so... <laughs> Got that. I'm about to explain what happened and why he's not exactly that bad. I mean, Endeavor, you know, he <laughs> abused his wife and neglected his children. That's pretty bad. That is... Mm -mm -mm. You can't leave it at that. Endeavor's singular goal was to breed a prodigy so that he could become number one hero and then pass that title on down to his his children. He was trying to breed the best hero that he possibly could. And he was going about that by breeding his fire quirk with someone else's ice quirk. And out of, I don't know, three children? Does that sound right? Yes. Well, out of four, three ish, out of four ish kids. Yeah. He never got the square split, the beautiful half and half kid that was fire and ice. It was always, you know, they were marred or had, you know, birthmarks or, or something going on that wasn't visually pleasing. And then Endeavor was an absolute asshole and beat his wife who put her in a facility where she was not mentally stable. And then fucked up all the other kids because they couldn't deal with their dad, the asshole, the number two hero. That's a pretty bad dad. <laughs> and then we get into the arc, his character arc, with, uh, holy shit, what's, uh, what's the number one hero? All Might? All Might, yes. Um... You know, we have the number one hero, and he goes off, and he does his number one hero thing, but he has his own problems, and he winds up leaving the number one hero spot open, in which Endeavor, S, you know, ascends to become the number one hero, and that be really begins his whole story arc with Todoroki, and then like changing his viewpoint and on his decisions, and changing his his perception, and trying to do things, quote unquote, right. It's basically Endeavor's redemption arc. And I was pissed as hell that Endeavor was getting a redemption arc. Yeah, so, like... <laughs> I mean, that redemption is a long road. It's not going to be black and white. It's not going to be the conventional redemption arc that you would think. He still has to go through a lot of shit. And 
I don't know. You know, we're kind of dealing with some stuff as well in the manga right now um, because season six is going to be absolutely crazy. The trailer dropped for that today. Um, go check it out if you haven't. Um, War Arc, baby. And, um, yeah, it's not going to be as black and white as people think it is, you know. I think it'll be very interesting. But I definitely agree Endeavor is, you know, worse in worse dads than anime. And... You know, it's a true story. It's like the story that Tagashi, or, wow, Horikoshi is telling, um, does with a real issue. Like, where does forgiveness lie? Do uh, this for- no, go, go on, go on. <laughs> like, does forgiveness lie in deeds? Does it lie in effort? Like, is there ever true forgiveness? And I feel like I'm interested, or not, I feel like I'm very interested in seeing how that story you know, progresses and what the final conclusion of Endeavor's arc will be. If he's forgiven, if he's not, if there's, like, you know, a sacrifice. Does the ultimate sacrifice make up for it, or does he just remember it for being a fucking dick, you know? And I have to tell you, the the kind of reality and the nuance of this story and all the characters' interactions is the part that pisses me off so much because it is incredibly accurate. And I, I start relating to the experience of Todoroki and going, God damn it, this is not what I wanted. This is not supposed to be a slice of life. I didn't come ready to <laughs> deal with these issues. <laughs> I'm here to have a good time. No, I feel that. It's, <laughs> but no, absolutely. Yeah. The, the the story with Endeavor and his kids, especially through the lens of Todoroki, who's like, I have these preconceived notions of, of, of what my dad is expecting of me and fuck that man. And then as the story progresses and he Todoroki grows into himself and becomes comfortable with who he is and then begins his own hero journey, he finds a new avenue to relate to his dad. Just as his dad begins to come to the table of the familial relationships and try to own his shit. And, you know, Todoroki can relate on on a certain level because he's the strongest of the children. But, you know, the other siblings are like, I'm not talking to that man. Like, no, I'm not showing up. Fuck him and fuck everything he's done. And, like, it's it's really the the, the accuracy and, and nuance of this story at line that I'm just like, mm, you're getting it, man, but fuck, I wasn't ready. No, and that's real. You know, that's why. Good story, worst dad. Hmm. Uh, that's true. That's true. I got a... Uh... I got an MVP as well in the worst dad category. Um, should I skip to him or should I just wait? Yeah, go on, go on. MVP for worst dad for me is Kyo's dad from Fruits Basket. <laughs> worst dad. And again, heavy spoilers. Like, I'm talking about like to the end of the series spoilers. So, Kyo's dad is such fucking trash. He refuses to have any affiliation with him because Kyo is the cat and wants him to be locked away. Makes a avid prediction for him to be locked in a box for the rest of his life with no human contact. This is his own child. He also blames his child for his wife's slash Kyo's mother's death, um, which you find out later it was suicide because Kyo's dad was such a fucking asshole and drove her to the point to kill herself, but he blamed his son for that. And when Kyo had another father figure, this man literally went to that father figure and was like, yo, this kid needs to be locked in the cage. Why are you like giving him any type of special treatment? And then accuses him of only raising Kyo because of the money and the stipend he gets for it. And then when Kyo goes to confront him, like basically saying, you're a monster, blah, 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 you're all this. And like, he's still refusing to take any responsibility for it. And then you find out he's the one suffering the most because he's a little bitch. So, um, shout out to that scene though, where Kyo's like, "I have to go talk to my dad," like, and then he goes and talks to his dad, and then we get that whole scene. But Kyo's like, "Yeah, I needed to do this no matter the outcome, even though the outcome was garbage." Mm-hmm. That was growth. That was growth that a lot of people will never see <sighs> because they're. They just don't want to watch greatness, and, you know, that's okay. Not everybody <laughs> can be great. Just like our next bad dad, Grisha Yeager. 
Attack on Titan. Oh, God. This man, <laughs> that moment when you try all you can and it doesn't work, then you don't try at all. And that also doesn't work. So I, I'll let you take Grisha. Oh, my God. So first off, we, we in the beginning of the series, while it wasn't necessarily off the rails, we get kind of flashbacks to Grisha. And it's it's this whole thing where, okay, he's some kind of mad scientist or or some kind of thing. He's a doctor. And then he goes and injects his kid with this needle. And then boom, Titan, boom, Titan powers. And then, you know, okay, there's a whole mystery. What's in the basement? If, if Grisha had this shit going on, well, what's gonna, what are we going to find out about the whole world as we know it when we get to, like, the deeper secrets of Grisha? Mm. Take that, I don't know, 15 years and 47 seasons later. At least that's what it feels like. We get to the point where we are, where we are currently with uh, the final season part, what, what is it, one or two? Wherever we are. <coughs> if final you're, season part if, two is what we just ended. If you're current with Attack on Titan... You know that Grisha, one, was from originally from Marley, and then two, that it looks like everything Grisha did, at least on the island, was because Aaron Yeager, the attack titan, told him from the future. Because, <laughs> of course, it has to be some kind of time travel bullshit loop, man. Yep. So it's like, is Grisha that bad of a dad? Yes. Is he the mastermind of all of this? No. Well, it's like you ask yourself, okay, <clears throat> is it because, you know, this man did this, like, when did Aaron's influence start? We know that it started once he got to the Island of Paradise, but Grisha was also kind of a shitty dad to Zeke as well. Oh, Absolutely. And that's one of the interesting things we see in the flashback is where uh, Grisha's reaching out from the past to the future, calling out for uh, Zeke. I would say that it has to be from the point where Grisha becomes either the attack titan or like gains titan powers at all. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's when he becomes the attack titan. Which I don't exactly know when that is. But it has to be probably after. It's Zeke. when he gets dropped right on Paradis when dude's like, "Yo, I'm only gonna show you this one time." Because okay, his the dude who gave him the powers. His name is actually Aaron Yeager. So, ah. well, not Aaron Yeager. It was Aaron <laughs> something. Was it? Aaron okay, Yeager? that makes sense. I don't know, man. Probably not. Yeah, but Aaron but, is named no, after okay. the dude who saved him. So okay, so that makes sense that. That Grisha's entire shit got fucked up once he landed on the island and became the Attack Titan. So, after Zeke, before Eren. Yes. Which, I don't know, I can't feel bad for Grisha. It's just kind of interesting, and at this point, we're long in the tooth with the story. Yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah. oh, now we have a big time travel loop de doo bullshit. Great. Yeah, now Attack on Titan is really soured for me. I'm... I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, no, Grisha definitely makes this list and deserves to be on the list because you had it, you got two options and you kind of fucked up both options or times. You had two tries. Like, granted, the second try can't really, you know, uh, you got, you got a lot going for you. You had like some control in your mind. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But moving on from him. You know him. You love him. You probably, <laughs> as a kid, had some type of weird fan fiction of him shoved in your face. Shishomaru, um, from Yasuhime. He so specifically Yasuhime because that's when he becomes a dad. Yes. Um, which this one again, I can argue kind of like the Goku one. Yeah. You weren't there, but like he could have been a whole lot worse. And like. I guess we kind of find out he wasn't there for like a good reason. He had extren like extraneous like villain circumstances, like or anti-hero, I would suppose. Like he wasn't there for his daughters because he was hanging out with a bad guy trying to prevent like the universe from ending. Yeah. You know? So yes, did he get uh, Inuyasha and Kagome like kidnapped? Yes. 
Did he leave his two daughters alone? Yes. Do we know? I mean, at least from season one, do we know what's happening with his wife, Rin? The mother of presumably the two children? No. But, uh, yeah. Shoshomaru is cold chilling as a quote-unquote bad guy, which not necessarily the, the full story. Yeah. I just find it funny where he's like, I won't save you, I won't come to your aid, and I'll even, like, smack you up one time until one of you presumably dies, and then I will give you a broken sword and say, here, you're out of options. Good luck. And that was probably the most touching moment of the entire 24 first episodes. Uh, But, I mean, it took us getting to that point where he was like, here, here's a broken sword. Figure this shit out. Yeah, which... Which was, you know, kind of mm, not really nice, but it was like very, it was very Shishomaru, so. Yeah, true true to the character. (laughs) So, yeah, he's not, again, he's not the worst on the list. Definitely, definitely not the best. Um, I mean. All right. Yeah. Shall we get into Full Metal Alchemist? I think we shall. So. Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> um, Let's start off with, with the, the one that in both Full Metal Alchemist, because there are two, yes. there's Full Metal Alchemist, the OG, that had its own ending that was a whole deal because they, they animated the, the show halfway through the manga and then the manga didn't catch up and they finished it themselves. And then we have Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which was animated after the manga had been completed and was the full story as intended by the manga. Either way, one of the worst dads in Full Metal Alchemist is Sho Tucker with his Chimera experiments, where he turned his daughter and his dog into a daughter-dog hybrid. Yes, so... Not only one of the worst dads in Full Metal Alchemist, or like <laughs> this, he's top, he's top three worst dads in anime. Because your daughter, <laughs> yes. is so cute and so lovable, and you literally turned her into a freaking chimera, so you couldn't lose gut your government funding because you had to be an alchemist. Because you were so piss poor, you couldn't do transmutation like that, so you had to use a living organism, which was like her and her dog. Then just hearing her say Big Brother Ed, oh my gosh. Like, and everybody's like, Scar didn't have to kill her. Scar did her a favor. Like, yeah. And he doesn't have the ability to untransmutate. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not getting them back separately. Yeah. So it's like the fact that that man did that to his daughter and his wife, like, just so he wouldn't lose his funding or his license. Like, it was really just his license. I'm like, bruh, what the heck? And I was like, oh, it's supposed to show you. How cruel the world is. I'm like, no, it shows me how much I want to punch a two-dimensional character. And I was kind of, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of mad. As you know, Ed just stopped that punch. I'm like, nah, man, you got to, <sighs> so. I mean, okay, two things here. Mm-hmm. One, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. And two, I do, I do think it, it is incredibly indicative as you, as like is argued that this is a, a a story with characters that is incredibly evident of kind of how the world works, right? Yeah. Because one of our honorable mentions is the in the same boat, like esteemed scientist turned lunatic because the way that the war and everything goes. Yeah. And and except the other guy didn't turn his dog into a daughter, and then you know, figure that was somehow acceptable. Yeah. So yeah, Shao Tucker, and then even when he transmutated himself, uh, somehow not any better. Yeah, that was in the original Full Metal, right? When he, I don't really know. I just know he turned himself into this bear-looking thing. Yeah, I thought that was only in the OG. I could be wrong. Is it? I thought so. Maybe he did it in both. Shao Tucker, FMA, two thousand nine. I don't know. Yeah. But less less of a problem. Yes. But fuck that dude. Like Nina did not deserve that. Super sad. Super sad. Worst ever. Super sad. Yes. Just like 
finding out that Edward and Elric's dad, Edward and Alphonse, excuse me, dad, turns out to be the super old supervillain, Hohenheim, from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Yeah. Yeah, that was... So, like, seeing that and then kind of, like... So I gotta say, that was like, Hohenheim was just trying to, the fact that Hohenheim kind of just brought about the end of the world, instead of, and it, it was, as I try to What's explain how Hohenheim's a bad dad, I'm like, neglect, Step one, yes. he, he, neglect is a, a very large problem. Yes. Like. Let it. Let us not mistake neglect. Oh for no, hundred percent being a bad dad. Hundred percent. So he left his his two, uh, let's say prepubescent sons alone to resurrect their dead mother, who I believe was sick because she was around Hohenheim. But I don't know. That might just be a whole separate thing. She might have just died. But he left them alone long enough to figure out fucking magic. And how to resurrect their dead mother. And that cost them a body and a half. Yeah. 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 And then he really didn't. I guess he could have come to them at some point and be like, yo. But he didn't. Until the end. And then he was there for him at the end, kind of. I mean, was he? Because at that point, didn't he turn? Like, wasn't it father? No, father and Hohenheim are two different people. But father was it like controlling half a Hohenheim or something like that? Yeah, yes, yeah, because yeah. he up up until the point where father jumped bodies into the new Alphonse body. Yeah, if I'm remembering this correctly, I've watched a bunch of bunch of Full Metal Lock. Yeah, no, um, yeah, me both. Um, so we could say that father is the worst dad in Full Metal, but not really. Yeah, I mean. Definitely Shout is the worst father. Yes. For sure. Um, Hohenheim, I think the thing about Hohenheim was that he lived so long that he lost like a part of himself and then he found it in uh, Edward and Elric's mother, um, whose name I cannot remember for life me right now. Um, but yeah, because he was like 400 and something years old and... He had lived through a bunch of stuff, and he had also saw the first homunculus, and that helped Hohenheim want to be a better person. Then it all kind of went to shit when the whole, you know, fall of that society happened and everything. Yeah, because the whole master plan was to transmutate literally everyone, and then it turned out that he was the one to be granted immortality. Yeah. So. so it's, yeah, it's a whole deal. Yeah, Fulmer Rockman's a lot. Definitely a lot. So moving on to something that does not have nearly as complex writing, thank God, um, <laughs> Naruto, um, in Raza, the fourth Kaze Kage, is a horrible father. Yeah, you know you could you could hit him with the like. There's a bunch of dads in anime, and you could or dads in Naruto, and you could be like. Oh, yeah, the Uchiha dad is the worst dad. Or, like, uh, Naruto's dad is pretty mediocre. Or Sarutobi um, is a horrible dad. Oh, yeah, Sarutobi. I don't know who his actual given children are. Asuma and somebody else that we never saw. Oh, As uh, Asuma is his son? Yeah, Asuma's his son. Okay, I mean, Asuma's doing all right. Just because he's a bad, like, Hokage doesn't mean he's, like, necessarily a bad dad. Uh, but no, no, there are there are some dads out here that really stand out as, oh my god, yeah, no, no one no one competes with you. Like, uh, Rasa, the fourth Kaze Kage, a.k.a. Gara's dad. Yeah. So, yeah, Gara's dad is absolute dog water. This man put the, um... Sanjin Shiriki in his son, like imbued it in his son when he was still inside his mom. So basically killing the mom by having her give birth to a Jinchuriki and imbuing it in like that child before he was born, making Gara a premature baby. Um, not only that, he feared Gara because of his misdemeanor. So then he had his uncle, like his mom's sister, or his mom, his mom's <laughs> 
brother, try and kill Gara only after getting close to him and then lie and say your mother hated you as he died because I was part of his mission as a shinobi, which again, Sam, we've got problems. And then literally basically just tried to have him assassinated a bunch of times. So he was later killed by Rochimaru off screen, which again, blows my mind, especially when you see him. This is the inconsistency of Kishimoto's writing for me. You had this man, like you had this man killed by Orochimaru. Yet in the fourth great uh-huh. ninja war, you show him to be like busted. Like I kind of love that because that but that also like elevates uh Orochimaru, especially when we see Orochimaru heavily on the front end and then he goes and loses. Yeah. So the moment we get a lot of big bads that are beyond Orochimaru, it's like okay, well, whatever, fuck Orochimaru. But, like, to have that kind of callback, that's how we elevate Orochimaru again. Yeah. True, because, you know, Orochimaru did, I think, kill, like, three Kage, I think. Or two. I don't know. Because he killed... At, le- at least Raza. <laughs> yeah, he killed Raza <laughs> in the third. So, I felt like there was another one. Granted, the third was, like, 80 and out of, out of it. But... <clears throat> Anyway, Raza, when he came back to life reanimated, literally was like Shukaku was raging. I got to get it under control. I'm like, sir, like, like you care. And he's like, oh, it's you, Gara. And then he's still kind of preaching that Gara was a mistake and all this and everything. And then Gara's like, nah, bitch, I don't fucking need you. I've had my mother here this whole time. That's what protects me. I'm like, oh, wow. So, man. Finding out that it wasn't just the Naruto bullshit where it's like the chakra inside him and two different like things. Mm-hmm. And like the sand spirit wasn't like the spirit of Shikaku, but like the spirit of his mom. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's how you bring it back around. That was beautiful. I was like, hell yeah. Um, yeah. But anywho, shout out to Riza or not Riza, sorry. Um, yeah, shout out to the Riza. <laughs> shout out to Raza for being an absolute horrible dad and one of the worst dads in Naruto, if not the worst dad in Naruto. Um, some people were like, you should have Minato on this list. I'm like, no, Minato. No. Minato did his best. He didn't get the chance to be the, a bad dad. Yeah. That's the real answer. Minato had like is, three minutes with his son. Yeah. And saved his son's life, life like and- twice in those three minutes, so. Yeah, so, you know, the fact that he, he, he sacrificed himself for the village and his kid and then also imbued enough chakra to have a conversation with him. Uh, yeah, no, Minato is not the worst, quote-unquote, uh, dad. Yeah. So. All right. Yes. One other indisputable bad dad is Charles E. Betrania of Code Geass. The big bad of Code Geass. Yes. So imagine you have a dad that is literally the king of an empirical country, an empire, if you will. And he goes off and he has children, as he is wont to do. And you have a bunch of half-siblings. And then he just decides that, oh, whoops, your mom in particular is no longer of 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 any you know import so your mom just somehow dies and suddenly you know you f- confront your dad and be like yo dad the fuck is going on he's like banished and you're a blind sister because i've traumatized her i you are no longer children of mine mm. and then you go off to become a rebel and start a guerrilla faction and then find it about about the supernatural powers of uh, of the Gios, and then go have a Gios giant robot fight with your dad. <sighs> <laughs> That's the story of God Gios, but why is he bad? Well, one, he had his mom, his you know, he had Lulu's mom murdered. He didn't do anything about it, and then also he doesn't care about his children. Yes, he his daughter <laughs> meant nothing to him because she was blind and disabled. Wait, was she blind? I remember. Um, Both. Yeah. But I don't know if that was hereditary or caused by trauma. Yeah. Um, So he's like, yeah, no, 
You mean nothing to me. And like just uh, he's just absolute garbage. And he just is a garbage person in general, first of all. So of course he's gonna be garbage to his children. And his hairdo is stupid and he's stupid. <laughs> Accurate. Yes. Accurate. Also, I don't know if I'm just not remembering this, but um didn't Gendo cheat on his wife? Gendo Akari? Yes. Like, wasn't he having an affair? No. Okay. I had to go back and double check that. Because I was like... Well, okay, so the whole thing with Evangelion is in the second impact. That's the point in which I think his mom dies. Yeah. Like, uh, that. I think that uh, uh, Shinji's mom dies. And that's when he begins the work on both the Ainami uh, line and uh, Unit Zero One. But I think they're in love, and that's because it's the only person Gendo ever has loved. Okay. So now that she's dead, he's doing all of this at, at whatever cost it takes to get back to, uh, uh, what's what's her name? Uh, Ayami. Yes. Okay. Sure. Right now, Ayami is Ray, who is technically his wife, but. Not- I, I forget I forget the mother's name. Yeah. The mother's uh given name. Uh unit one? <laughs> yeah, the purple robot. <laughs> purple robot uh Ikari. Yeah. Um uh, Is it time to get to some honorable mention? I think so, yeah. Yui. Yui Ikari is her name. Yui, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, now let's get some honorable mentions. Uh first honorable mention for me is What's his name? Uh, the bitch. Uh, Tomioki Tosada. <laughs> Fuck that guy. From what show? He's from Fate. He's the one that gave away. Oh, okay. You know what? He's on the worst list. He's not honorable mention. He's on the worst list. Cause okay. He yeah, gave yeah, away yeah. Sakura to the Matoys because he's like, well, we can't have more than one mage in the family. So, Yeah. Kind of give her away to, and he, and he knew what would happen to her. And then he's like, when his daughter says, like, she's no longer of the Tosakas. That's no longer your concern, you know. And when he got axed in the war, I was clapping. I clapped. I was like, <laughs> yes. And then when he didn't get the saber on, class. On rewatch, you're just like, that's what the fuck happens, man. Mm-hmm. That's what you get. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, so I was clapping for that. I was clapping when he didn't get the freaking saber class, but then he got obviously the most busted one, but with Gilgamesh. But anyway, you know, I was so happy when his hoe ass got wrecked. Um, And yeah, and then when, I'm not gonna lie, when the mother also went crazy and killed herself, I was kind of like, you know what? I don't feel bad because... You let your daughter be traded away to a horrible family. So, damn. Yeah, because Sakura had to, you know, had none Paris. Now that we're talking yeah. about this, he's like number two. Yeah. Like, goddamn. Like, show Tucker, like, you know, he he bad, but like. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. No, he, he, he knew what would happen because he knew about the Matoys. And then he even had to have that dude who was a Matoy um, who became the Berserker. Um, master was like, yo, no, don't do this. Like, don't give your daughter to him. And that was sad, too, because that man, after all that, he just wanted, he just wanted the girls to be happy then. Fate is not a good time. I don't know who told you it is. It is not a good time. Like, just <laughs> everybody please remember that. Um, uh, yes, Lord. Fate. Fate is intriguing. Fate is not positive. Yeah. But Tokiomi... Tosata, Tosaka is a bitch and on the list. Now to the honorable mentions. Um, All right. So it, it, honorable mention is uh, Tem Ray from Mobile Suit Gundam. So we talked about um, with uh, Shao Tucker and his whole being a military alchemist and having to meet the research demands and that being the motivation to him. I don't know. Combining his dog and daughter. Um in a similar vein, we see Tam Ray with the Mobile Suit Gundam, uh, 
you know, being having his son uh, Amaro being interested in you know giant robots and mechanics, and then having him pilot the robot. Not necessarily directly, but he was like, hey, no one else can do it. Fuck it. Come on. Um, and then we find out later in the story that Tam Ray has gone basically insane. And just because he did like incredible work on the mobile suit Gundam does not mean that he is still doing incredible work because he's living on this garbage planet in a junkyard and is just cobbling parts and pieces together thinking they're amazing creations not able to cope with the fact that um, his work has done such, you know, terrible things, or equally that he's not contributing to the solution of the problem anymore. He can't cope with that. He's supposed to be better than this, but he's not. And so when Amuro finally finds him again, it's like, damn, Mm -hmm. you're just a crazy old man. Agree. Like... (sighs) He's definitely, he's definitely like recommendation or, or not a recommendation, but he's definitely on the list of honorable mentions. Um, another yeah. honorable mention for me is all the parents from Astro Lost in Space. <laughs> like, quote unquote, parents. Yes, yes, absolutely. I know we're talking about fathers, but fuck every last one of them, man. Um, yes. It, so, and, and, and that's that whole thing where the entire motivation for the, uh, Astra lost in space was oh my gosh they're supposed to be parents but they're actually the first people that they were cloned from and the whole point of the mission was let's just delete our clones so we're not caught yeah oh yeah no fuck everyone that wasn't on the Astra yes just horrible absolutely horrible people and all garbage all right so let's talk about one that is pretty obvious but it's like okay Imagine if the big bad was also your dad again. The Demon Lord from Seven Deadly Sins. Yes. 100% yes. So this man literally saw that his son didn't want to fight and become like, you know, the Demon Lord. So he cursed the woman who he's in love with, which is an angel, to always die in a painful way and be reborn. Not just killing her. He's like, no, you got to suffer for eternity. So she gets cursed. Not not exactly. Well, okay. But yes, Sorry, does I'm, have I, to get reborn. Because yeah. we do see the singular time where she dies of old age. Yes. So she will always be reborn, like, in fine Meliodas and die another painful death. Yes. Like, except for the one time he <laughs> does stay away from her and watch her die from old age. Well, no, he gets to be with her, but it's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about how that happens. It was that's a well. It, it, there's a whole bunch of shit with this show, and it, it's hard to remember the good points. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, that happens. Um. And Meliodas, well, Meliodas cursed himself as well by never being able to die from the supreme deity, which is basically like leader of the angels. But um, so. Yeah, and so the Demon King, if that's not enough, he then forces his will upon Meliodas and then take over his body, so he becomes a pseudo-demon lord. And once they get him out of that, then he takes over his other son, Zeldris, and becomes a demon lord portal into there. Completely rejecting their wills and just subjugating them into, you know, servitude and taking over their bodies and not giving any care about them and says to them, you only exist to serve me, so your life is meaningless. I.e., honorable mention for the bad dad, because he has no redemption arc. Yes. And <clears throat> then we have every JoJo's dad or JoJo's dad. So so most of the the fathers in JoJo's bar, Bizarre Adventure, okay? So... Uh, who who's the who's the singular good dad? Uh, if I had to guess, it's gonna be jo- uh, Joseph's dad who served in World War Two. Yes, it's gonna be Jotaro's dad 
it was some Japanese dude that's just cold chilling. I think he was a musician. But we don't see anything about him other than he's not there. So maybe that's part of the problem. But then every other JoJo's dad that we really get to see is not exactly the best. All right, so Jonathan's dad, fine, upstanding gentleman, doesn't see that that Dio has problems and that something needs to be done about them. So when he finally croaks, well, you know, yeah. you should have paid a hair more attention. All right. Joseph, we see on multiple occasions, isn't exactly the best father, right? Yes. He goes on this whole adventure in the third part to go save his daughter, Holly, from the stands. The stands are going to get her. And okay, that's fine and well, right? He's, he's putting in the effort to save his daughter. But we didn't find out until part four that during this adventure, he was fucking around and got some Japanese girl pregnant who then gave birth to Josuke, his other son we didn't know about. Yeah. And it's either during this adventure or after this adventure. I'm not sure on the timeline. I'd have to go look it up. Uh, but yeah, he was hoeing around on Suzy Q. How are you going to hoe around on Suzy Q? We spent all the part two on this adventure. We found your wife. We knew what was going on. And then you do this shit, man. Other than making him kind of a whole ass person. Uh, it's problematic. Yeah. And then, of course, Dio. We find out about Dio somehow having a kid that winds up out to be Jorno. And I don't think I need to describe to you how bad having the main villain of the series be your dad has to be. No, it's it's pretty bad. Like, in, he A, he doesn't show up at all. So that's a thing. Yeah. And Yeah, you just get to deal with all the Dio problems with none of the Dio. Yeah, and I don't even think we ever saw his mom either. We see some early on about Giorno's childhood. But uh, that was part five, man. We're on to part six. Yeah. Part two. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I I don't remember. But, yeah, that's a problem. And then we deal with with Jotaro. And, you know, Jotaro's not the best dad. He's not the worst dad, but he's not exactly the best dad. Yeah. Because Jolene is in the predicament she's in. And she's rebellious and all of this mess. And I'm not saying that's something that you can control, right? Yeah. She's her own person. But if you spent more time with your daughter in the childhood than with dolphins, because he's a marine biologist, or chasing down Dio, you know, fair play. You can't really not do that or Dio's problems. Uh, Maybe she'd be a bit more well-rounded and not be in a Florida prison. Did he know or did she know that that was her father? Oh, absolutely. She knows that Jotaro is her dad. I know when she got the message uh, from her mom. Let's see, she seemed like, what? Like, dad? Who? She knows that Jotaro is her dad, but it's like Jotaro hasn't been there outside of, like, very specific things. Gotcha. Because he's focusing on, I don't know, whatever the fuck Jotaro's focused on. Fighting Dio, solving problems, other stuff, but not taking care of the family that he's also raised. Yeah. You know? <sighs> yeah. So Josuke's brother... Or half-brother, so... Who are you talking about first off? And then we could chase the family line back. Because I know you said that, like, uh, Jonathan was the one... Who is Josuke's father again? Josuke's father is Joseph. Okay, yeah, and Joseph has... So, so Josuke is uh, Jotaro's uncle. Okay, gotcha. He's Holly's half-brother. Gotcha. The, the, the Jotaro's mom, who was, like, gripped by the vine bullshit. Gotcha. Okay. There's so many. Okay, yeah. And that's the fun part about JoJo's. It's a family line where we get to tell new stories, but it has a whole history related to it, man. Yeah, because he's <sighs> Jotaro's uncle, which is always blows my mind. So, okay. Yes, because I think, because even though the parts are next to each other, I'm like, okay, he's got to be his cousin. But no, it's not, because that story takes part before that. So, yes. Anyway, that's all. we can have a whole podcast about trying to make sense of JoJo's. So, 
But, and then who knows what Giorno is, man? Everybody's grand uncle. Yeah, Giorno is the great grand uncle, I believe. Yeah, because it's it's Dio's head with uh, Jonathan's body. Yeah, he's the great grand uncle of um, Jotaro. Yeah, how weird. Yeah, it's 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 so wild. <laughs> and then, but I I think that's all the uh, all the bad dads in anime that currently come to mind. Do you have anybody else? Other uh, you know full list or honorable mention or otherwise um not that i can think of um yeah that's a that's about it let's go with yusuke yusuke you're a meshi's dad we don't <laughs> find out anything about him i don't think he's dead i don't think he's a demon i just think he's not around he's a dead beat <laughs> bingo <laughs> so yeah going with that going with I think I think that's all we've got, yep. man. I think that is the the 2022 worst ads of anime list. New stuff is always coming out. There is always time for more bad dads. We can hope not, but uh, you know it's a storytelling plot and a relatable plot point at that. But that's what we'll call it here. Uh, you can catch all of our stuff on uh, all the podcasters. We're talking Spotify. Uh, iTunes, Amazon podcast at, uh, did I say concept breaker? Your typical son of <laughs> protagonist, Lord of mercy, or, uh, on Twitter at your TSP. That's you are 20. God. Yes. I, fun. You are TSP. And of course, Kai, you have stuff too. Yes. You can find me at static dreads on Twitter where I tweet about things. Absolutely. And catch the other product at Content Breaker on your podcatchers or Instagram, Twitter, YouTube as well. Content Breaker. We'll catch y'all next week for more. Your typical Shono protagonist. <laughs>